Right. Somebody could see well what you're doing down that down that road's not gonna end well. Right. But you might not see it. You might say, right. Oh, well, I'm going on the right path, I'm going on and then all of us have I guarantee you all of us have gone left, right, right into a brick wall, however you wanna explain it. Right. But and God's been sitting there like, Okay, look, these kids are struggling right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's like Hey guys, welcome back to the Apostolic Spark. Sorry we didn't have an episode last week. Pentecost Sunday. Yes, it was Pentecost Sunday. There was a lot going on. But uh, today we're going to be talking about submitting yourself to God. Uh, And you can check out our other episodes on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Red Circle, and also our website. Other than that, let's get into the episode. Hey guys, welcome back. What's up? So, uh, as I said in the intro, we're going to be talking about uh, how we should be uh, submitting to God. So, uh, Tepe, what are, your, what are your thoughts about that? Submitting to God? I think yeah. that uh, we definitely need to. Well, I, mean, I think it's important to actually, you know, give yourself over to Christ. Yeah. So, in your opinion, like, how should we go about that? Well, you do your um, you do your due diligence. Uh, Jesus said, if you love me, you know, you'll keep my commandments. So, um Based on that statement alone, you, that means that you need to pray. You need to have a relationship with Him. Uh, you need to just, you know, just just live for God, walk walk for Him, uh, follow Him. Uh, the ESV is explaining about staying in step with the Lord. I like that because mm-hmm. it has that military kind of cadence of being in line, being mm-hmm. unified. Uh, so yeah, submission to God is just something that we need to, all of us need to work on because you know, uh, if you walk in the Spirit, you don't gratify the lust of the flesh, and. Uh, so that means that you have to make sure you're you're in complete submission to God. Make right. sure that you're praying to Him. Make sure that you're in line with Him. If He says to go right, uh, don't be asking questions. Go right. You know, mm-hmm. um, that's 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 kind of big. I mean, we can go further into it, but that's kind of the basics of just making sure that you're living for God and that you have an actual relationship with Him. Right. Yeah, because like the like I used to the ESV, you know, walking with God, not being like. Like how I think of the King James that you said when we were talking about this like before, it's like it sounds like you're like following, like you're like way back or something like that, or you're like right yeah. behind them. But like how you're, we both were saying, them, yeah, you know. so like how you said like it's military. When you see them, you know, do their you know their their walks, everybody's in step in unison. Yeah, you know, nobody's behind each other. They're all in one the unison. Line. Yeah. Because they know. They know that if they're not unified, if they're not on point with their communication, mm-hmm. uh, they, they're probably not going to have successful missions. Um, right, right. You can look at the core uh, um, U.S. Army values and see how much that relates to uh, not only taking care of one another, but doing your your duty as far as taking care of this country and right. making sure that it's unified. You know, right. our, in, in the in the name United States, it says united. Right. You know, it's implying that you're supposed to be united as as a nation. I think it was like uh, somebody says this. I think it was like United We Stand or something like that. Yeah. 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 But, that's one of the things that you say. But uh, basically, like the whole submitting to God, because like I I recently. I've been kind of going through some stuff, but like, um, I've been like wholeheartedly submitting to God. Like I'm telling you, like, I mean, I, I have been praying day and night and stuff like that. I've been on my knees praying, you know, crying and really humbling myself, you know, before God. Cause like, I, I'll be real. 
he said go right i said i'm going left i'm going far left i ain't coming back for a little bit because i'm like oh yeah it's god yeah i'm on a little bit of sabbatical oh it could be god's will nah and then obviously uh in my experience what's going on right now and i'm not gonna get into the whole details but you know i'm going left got a little spicy and and currently right now it's not it's not good you know so so i'm like you know i caught it early because also i had people you know warning me and you know letting me know and and obviously saying, i take hey, that as oh, you're telling they just saying hey look there's something wrong here you yeah. know you might be going a little too far yeah you know it's it's always that's why it's good to have counsel mm-hmm. uh, i'll always tell you that you're dealing with something you're struggling with something uh and this is dva from but if you're dealing with something like go to somebody that's trusted um talk to them Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it doesn't matter what it is. At the end of the day, I can guarantee you that your youth leaders, that your pastor, that whoever else around you is prob- probably gone through it. Yeah. And, you know, people do a good job at hiding stuff, but that's that's what your church leaders are there for. Yeah. They're there to support you, to pick you up, uh, uh, to be with you. Um, so it's important to have counsel in your life. That's that's just that's just general, you know, um, in terms of just living for God. Right. Uh, that's why you. That's why we have brothers and sisters in the church. That's why we have them there, uh, so that they can they can help us. Because sometimes they see stuff that we don't see down the line. Mm-hmm. You know, they explain a pastor as a watchman, but that right. that could be explained as the whole church. Right. Somebody could see well what you're doing down that down that road is not going to end well. Right. But you might not see it. You might say, right. "Oh, I'm going on the right path. I'm going on." And then all of us have. I guarantee you, all of us have gone left right ran into a brick wall however you want to explain it but and god's been sitting there like okay look these kids are struggling right now (laughs) (laughs) he's like look i gotta get you back yeah you know right on the right path and i mean i'll I'll be honest he's not kidding like because you've been one of the people that has been telling me like hey where you're at currently like that it's not it's not where you need to be you're 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 getting a little little far away from god so you kind of have to reel back but like um, I've been really like, you know, giving everything to God, being fully submitted to God and kind of learning how to, uh, like how we, we've been talking about this for a while is like, you know, walking in the spirit and all that. And we'll get into that at some point, but you know, as I fully submitted to God, you know, and, and I gave everything like this man, like it felt like, you know, him and I, like, as if I'm literally just not talking, it's still like, I'm talking to you yeah. but at the same time. It's like. He's not only taking what I'm saying, but he's not like being like, uh, I'll get to you in a little bit, you know, I'll give you some time. He's like, he's been confirming things like the next day. Like he actually confirmed something that I prayed about on Tuesday and confirmed it Wednesday, like just instantly. Something I was praying about Tuesday that I'm like, hey, this is what I want to happen tomorrow and confirmed it, you know? So it's, it's pretty amazing. Cause like I, I have been just, you know, seeking after God, praying, travailing, all that stuff. And just, you know, saying, God, I need you. But not only like how we were saying, like, yeah, there are people. And I I admit I've done it. I think, Tepe, you've probably done it too. We all, we all have. I can guarantee To you. where you, you're like praying to God and you're like, God, you know, yeah, I need your help. You know, get me through this and stuff like that. And then long story short you get through that and you're like ah thanks dude and then and then i'll and i'll catch up with you later you do that lip service of uh Mm -hmm. you know you you do your due diligence of i'm praying about this and and, you know and then god and you you probably you know you had that faith you put it in there you pray to god and he gives you that 
that um that victory and then you kind of go back to doing your own thing yep. and it's not a and, and first it's not a knock all right i'm no, just gonna say that it's not a knock against anybody because everybody has their times in their youth their times in their getting close to god their mm-hmm. times of of living for god where you feel far from him mm-hmm. and there's times where you're far from him there's times where you're the reason and it all depends it's all comes down to submission to god the because uh, I've been doing a lot of studying on uh, just specifically Galatians, um, talking about the fruit of the spirit, the lust of the flesh, yep. and what I'm what I'm like, you know, really rehashing and talking about is the, is the fact that your walk with God it's it's literally everyday battle. Yeah, it's everyday. Yeah, it is not. You can't get up and just decide. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing it today. You yeah, know, like devil, I'm, not, I'm not feeling the it. The devil's not gonna call uh, a, a, a timeout for you. He's right. not gonna relax just because you ain't feeling it that day. I'm sorry. Unfortunately, but there is gotta, no days off. You gotta get up. You gotta walk. It's it's um it's like the analogy of an escalator. Right. You can walk up the wrong escalator and you can make it to the top. It's gonna be pretty annoying. I'll tell you that because I've, you I've keep going it. back I've down. Done it. And and you can keep trying to go up but mm-hmm. if you stop right. you start going back down there's no i'm stopping right. when it comes to god because your constant battle is with your flesh right it's flesh versus spirit it's that idea of am i going to fully submit to god am i mm-hmm. going to crucify my flesh and by that statement we mean pretty much just give yourself completely to god mm-hmm. and are you going to do that or are you going to go to the flesh it's, right. it's as simple as life or death yeah when you break it down because the wages of sin is death right and redemption forgiveness the the holy spirit that's life you know mm-hmm. um you know the spirit of the infilling and the spirit of god i don't want to go too far into stuff but that's life right there right. walking in the spirit is life yeah and it's it's hard for us to to honestly say I can guarantee you that there are tons of people that struggle with this this core fundamental thing on a daily basis. I'm one of them. Because for some people, I'll tell you, like, uh, it's hard to consistently stay on top of things. Mm-hmm. You're going to miss a day here and there. You're going to miss prayer here and there. Right. You're going to miss Bible right. reading here and there. Uh, I, have a, I have a system that is probably more of a punishment than anything, <laughs> because if I miss a day of prayer mm-hmm. that tacks on to that next day oh okay so if so like I, say you have like a five-minute prayer then yeah if i miss, miss that's 10 minutes if i miss it that next day it adds on to oh, that next man. day and then there's a penalty oh, for however long it takes and so i there's there's wow, you, stretches you, of time really hard on yourself on that there's stretches of time where i'm i don't necessarily typically i don't pray for five to ten minutes right right typically it's a half an hour to an hour oh wow so if i miss a day that's two hours that i have to make up yeah you know because my prayers when i pray um and this is kind of like i just talk to god as a conversation you know and and there's no really truly correct way i want to say i know we talk about the lord's prayer we talk about praying through the tabernacle but in your honest relationship with god he understands you in whatever language you're speaking in if you're in china praying in in mandarin he understands you just as well as we do speaking in english like it's it's no issue for him so 
it all depends on your relationship with God. Yeah. You know, if you're one of those people that quote scriptures mm-hmm. when you pray, do that. If that you know helps you in your in your faith and your walk with God, do that. Right. The hard part though is is the fact that we we walk primarily, literally in, in this body in, in the all yeah. the time. You're fighting this thing, this this flesh all the time. Um because uh, we we know the Ephesians six twelve yeah. for wrestle not against flesh and blood. Mm-hmm. And when I was reading that scripture, the more you read it is the more you figure it out. Right. The more you realize like I am not just fighting like myself. Right. But I'm actually like fighting darkness. Yeah. Things that are set up in yep. high places. Yep. I'm fighting against sin. Right. You know, and you can't really do it alone. You can't at all. I can. No. I can tell you. You can look at the amazing stories of people that overcome addiction, right. and you look a few months later and they relapsed. Uh, yeah. And it sucks. It sucks to say because there are a few people that they break through. Yeah. But when they break through, you realize the amount of support that they had. Right. And the amount of resources that they had at their disposal. Mm-hmm. But with God, that can happen that night, like one night, one altar call. Actually, changes you just like that actually it's kind of funny because uh i was telling you this and stuff like that i was i i had been dealing with stuff pro, you know like stuff that like it should have been like how we were talking it should it's something that you should like take it to an altar but you should kill it right there and just be yeah done. and of course you you know and you let that yep, little fox I, hang around yep uh, so I, I spoke in our youth talking yeah. about don't let that sin hang around don't yeah. let it remain so know? when tuesday night when I had like, as we say, I come to God mo- or come to God, mo- I come to like, Jesus, I come to Jesus. Mo- it was more like I messed up. <laughs> you, yeah. You know the, um, hey, um, hey, God, I, I really, oh, really messed up. I really botched this one. It's like you're calling your insurance company or something like that. Oh, yeah. Um, hey, my car's wrapped around a pole. <laughs> Just, oh, my goodness. Hey, for some reason, like. I don't know how this is possible, but they told me to drive my car into the lake. That's in the store. That's <laughs> <laughs> terrible to think about. Oh, into the storefront. Yeah, there's oh, there my. to give you a short brief of what we're laughing about. Oh my, I felt so terrible. But so <laughs> I I went to go get a haircut, and um, there's a little plaza, and this lady, this and I'm not even kidding. I'm not making sweet elderly lady. She's in her like 90s, I think. She (laughs) she was trying to leave the diner. That's what you know. It's like on the corner. She put her. (laughs) She put her car. She was wanting to put her car into reverse, reverse, and she put it into drive, and then floored it, and basically broke through the window. And then now everybody, everyone was everybody was fine. She I mean, still, they had to wheel somebody off to the hospital, but she she like. rammed in the storefront and actually pinned a person up against the wall, and and you know, and she was yeah. kept going. Like, I, I mean, like that sounds bad, but like, well, she had a she had a mental lapse. But know? not only that, but it's apparently, sorry. I mean, but yeah. I'm glad that like yeah, everything was, was yeah, like no, critically no, hurt. Yeah. Like, now it's still kind of yeah, which actually funny it's a enough, little reckless. To which <laughs> actually, I say this is funny, but uh, it's actually really bad. But uh, apparently. And I just found this out. Her her grandkids or her kids, uh, she's not supposed to be driving. 
Yeah. Yeah, so they... I mean, I assume... Her license was taken away and everything before oh, this. Oh, my goodness. So, basically, they, they didn't take her car. They didn't take her keys or nothing like that. That was just, just irresponsibility yeah. on their part. I mean, yeah. But anyways, getting back to the, the whole thing um, of what we were saying... And you know, it was a little fun kind of thing. <laughs> so, I mean, look, it, it was, really was just a little old now, woman. Like after that, everyone's okay. Like it is, it is. You know, you like it's been, it's it. been at least what yeah. two weeks since like, that happened. Like I had a, uh, a a teacher that his rule was this. He said if I fell and there was no blood, we can all laugh. Right. But he said if I fell and there's blood, please call the police. Right. Or you know, call the ambulance. So like I, that's kind of how I look at a lot of stuff. Like if you can look back and say like you're glad nobody was hurt. And you can honestly, you know, you, you know that everybody was fine yeah. at that situation. I can laugh about it, you know, because it was something that, like, you don't mm-hmm. you don't see or hear every once in a while. Right. But, you know, if it's something that somebody got critically hurt, then I don't know. Right, no, I don't, no, I don't no, 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 nobody should be laughing at that. It's, like, you know, that's that's um, when you need to pray and, and yeah. you know. I mean, I hate to say it, but when I broke my arm, my right arm, um, I, when I was in the ambulance, they were taking me to the hospital and stuff. Uh, this is a work accident too, which is even more spicy. But uh, I actually was cracking jokes the entire time I was on my way to the hospital, and they're like, "Aren't you in pain?" I'm like, "Actually, well, I mean, I, like, I was in shock. I was in shock the entire time." I don't think I was like, supposed to be I was like, um, I was like, I mean, yeah, my armor kind of hurts a little bit, but anyways, getting back to the point that we're talking about, you know, that the come to Jesus moment when, when I was praying and stuff like that, and 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 I gave everything. And I, it's weird because, like, I don't know, I fully explain. It's like that thing I was dealing with, the little, as you said, the little fox, you know, where I pray and what I do is, um, so the way now I, I basically, uh, go on the, go off my bed or, you know, I get off my bed, I go and I kneel down and I start praying right then and there. I don't have like a little prayer clause or anything. Mm-hmm. Basically, I just start praying in my room. Yeah. And... I get on my knees because I'm, you know, that's me submitting to God already, mm-hmm. you know. And then when I was praying and I started crying, it felt it was way different than the time at HYC when I started travailing and stuff like that. Yeah, I was doing that, but I was still kind of holding, still holding back a little bit, you know. And that was my fault. But now the fact that I've, I've fully, fully gave everything, it was like as if this weight that I've been carrying around for since I was like 13, has just completely gone. I remember- I have um, not had any problems since. I've actually gotten closer to God. Him and I just have been constantly, like I've been constantly talking to him. Now, when I pray, I pray, you know, I'm, you know, asking him for stuff like that, but not only that, like I'm, I talk to him, I, you know, I tell him I love him and stuff like that, but I, I don't say like, I love you, Jesus. I say, I love you because you're my father and I'm your son. I love you because not only did you create me, but the fact that you love me regardless of what I do. You know, it's 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 more it was more personal for me because, you know, at the at the core end of it, like yes, like as we said, you can quote scriptures or you can just talk to him like how you do. It really all he cares about is just the fact that you have that relationship. Because I mean and he just I, wants he I, just I, wants I, you. I talked care. with you about this mm-hmm. and uh the reason I look at the creation account as as so much more of a beautiful uh, event mm-hmm. is that if you read the scripture, there is nothing to indicate to us what God was doing beforehand. Right. Okay. All we know is that in the beginning, God, 
Yep, that's it. Yeah, that's and, all we and know. We know that parallels to John one one right, talk about right, the word right. being made flesh. And and we can talk about all the, the parallel scriptures. Right. But I want to focus like strictly on Genesis one. Mm-hmm. You know, going through the scriptures. It tells you that in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. So we already know that God is creating things. Mm-hmm. We already know that He's there creating things. But why would He need to create everything? Right. You know, and you and you read that, you know, he moved upon the face of the deep, mm-hmm. you know, kind of giving you this picture of what the world looked like before land was right. there. And it was kind of just water everywhere and stuff. And so you have this account of God creating things carefully, meticulously creating things mm-hmm. to his perfect design. Right. You know, and you know, as he takes time to create man, yep. it, it happens later after he finishes creating you know, other things. Yeah. And I think, well, what was God doing beforehand? Right. Was it just him? Right. All alone? Mm-hmm. Just by himself? Just just here? Yeah. You know? And of course, like, God does not need anything. He's God. He He created everything. Right. But he even knows, and he put it inside of us, as it's with him, is that we need company. We yeah. need relation. Yeah. For him, it wasn't enough to just create the animals. Right. You know, the animals weren't sentient in a sense i mean you could you could train a squirrel to do something they're intelligent you can see that they have intelligence right but a squirrel's not going to talk to you right it's not going to communicate with you this is not a dr doolittle it's it's not going to say hey what's up how's it going right hope you're having a good day no it's not that'd be awesome but it's not if i saw a squirrel do that I i would start questioning everything but he wanted people that were going to have and i'm not just saying people but just a creation that was not going to be strictly constrained to him. Right. God wanted to make sure that we loved him because we loved him. Right. There wasn't any conditions. No. Nope. There wasn't, I love you because you healed me. Right. I love you because you saved me. Right. I love you. And those, that's great. I mean, look, that should add on to your faith. That should add on to your relationship right. with him. Yeah. But at your core, you should be able to just say, I love God just because i love him right because he first loved me right you know and i'm returning that love right i'm i want that relationship i crave it i desire you know and that's what god wants Mm -hmm. that that's why we have those conversations with people who are like oh do you have free will or or is this all you know um predestined in a sense you know or like and i'm not against us talking about that no no but if he orders things himself mm-hmm. and makes it happen, mm-hmm. and I'm saying your emotions, your actions, your mm-hmm. pulls you towards mm-hmm. him, is that true relationship? No. If if I force you to love something, right, is that really true relationship? No. Like if I put a gun to your to your head and tell mm-hmm. you, say you love me, is that really true, or are you saying it so you don't get shot in the head? Probably I don't want to get shot in the head. Yeah, it's not. It's like saying, I. It's like telling your kids that they have to love you just because you're their parents. Right. No, there has to be a relation there. Right. You still have to talk to the kid. Mm-hmm. You still have to understand. The kid has to, and ultimately your kids are going to love you as long as you cherish them and care for them. Mm-hmm. But they mm-hmm. still have to know that you're there solely for them. Right. You know, you're not there just because, oh, well, I had some kids and I have to take care of them. Right. You know, that's your core responsibility, but you have to love them inside and out. They're going to know. 
Right. If you care for them, you know, you're going to know if your your parents, because they'll stick their neck out for you. Yep. They'll make sure mm-hmm. that you're okay. They'll cater to you. Mm-hmm. And in the times that you need them to slap you upside your head and you don't want it, they will do it. Yeah. It, and they have to because it's, it's love in yeah. general. Oh, yeah. There's times God unfortunately has to give us a little one two on the back of our head to get us back in line and there's times when he comes by and he just grabs us and says okay i got you yep yeah that was an excellent point but you guys can check out the rest of the conversation next week in part two other than that we'll see you guys next week